Today we're talking about the concept of being process-focused rather than goal-focused. So many people get this wrong, I certainly did myself, and it's a concept that is gonna completely revolutionize the way that you train if you get it right and bring you to your goals a hell of a lot quicker with zero or little injuries. What's up everyone? My name's Yanni Bormeister. Across the table is my brother Rad. Behind the mixer is Richie. Together we are Unity Gym and the Unify Movement System. Guys, we turn driven people into athletes. We're very proud of our training philosophy and methods. If you want to know the biggest lessons that we've learned over the last two decades, you can get them in our blueprints. Download them from the description if you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast or jump over to our website, unitygym.com. How are you today, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to wrapping this uh this one up because the, you know, the every day this week has really been kind of pre-framing and building up to today and tomorrow for me. These are the these are the big ones. What it's, what it's all about. So I think it's a really good, um, uh, yeah, I think it's a really good um, topic to be discussing. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> uh, I um, <clears throat> there's so like there's so much more to programming than people that meets the eye, but it's also so important to keep it simple. Uh, and that's, I think, the weekly take home, you know, uh, despite the myriad of different programs that we offer, at the grassroots, at the, at the base of it all is the need, the necessity to build a solid foundation. And that foundation is balance in your body between strength, flexibility and fitness. That foundation is anatomical structural balance uh, and I'm talking specifically about the relationship between opposing muscle groups and muscle systems in the body and balance in symmetry from left to right side limbs uh, and you can never be perfectly symmetrical that's not what we're talking about here but we're talking about the fact that you know you have usually got a dominant arm and a dominant leg uh, especially athletes uh, and <coughs> you will favor naturally favor those sides and if you jump into the gym and uh, to develop overall body strength, explosive power, things like that, you will find that uh, one of your limbs will be much stronger than the other in, in many cases. And there is a need to iron out those imbalances in the beginning of your training. And that's what we call building a foundation. Uh, all of those things coupled together. And then from there, it's about trying to build the best version of yourself based on a series of uh, structural balance, strength and flexibility tests that we spoke about yesterday. We, we call them our assessments and uh, we reassess our tribe every six weeks as part of the six week mesocycle. And that should direct your path. That should lead you in the direction that you should go. That helps you select the movements that are going to give you the best bang for your buck in the time spent in the gym uh, and help to keep you functioning at the highest level to avoid injury and to maximize strength and flexibility. Um, and that's the basis of everything. That's the basis of everything. Uh, and then tomorrow we're going to tip on how we bring skills training and specialization training into that and bolt those um, components on. But, you know, and we do encourage people to set audacious skills goals. But the problem sometimes with that is that we can become very goal focused, very outcome focused. And the 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 
process the, the process of turning up every day and just doing the work can become really convoluted or really frustrating when you're outcome focused because the outcome is not something that we can affect in real time it's not something that you can you know to give you a really basic example if you're trying to lose weight, jumping on the scales, there's nothing you can do at that point while you're on the scales to affect what the scales tell you. You know, that's what we'd call an outcome-based goal. You want to lose 10 kilos, you check your weight, you work out for a few weeks, you go back, you check your weight, have you lost the 10 kilos? That's the outcome, yes or no. Uh, but the process is all the little things that you're going to do along the way to lose those 10 kilos. And what today's show is about is about focusing on that process as opposed to the scale and you know that's a very very out there um, um, uh, example for us because we're not a weight loss gym but well, a, a much more relevant example is that because most people in fact almost everyone that's training with us is training because they want to get strong or flexible or, or fit or want to learn skills and it, a much more relevant example is that when people are too goal focused, they injure themselves. Yep. And that's what I've done many times, which has led me to this belief. I'm, I'm passing on what I've learned. I, the, the, the only times that I've ever really injured myself was when I was goal, too goal focused, which means when, you, when you're goal focused, if you're doing, you know, setting smart goals, a part of it is timely. You know, you're, you're, you're setting a time limit for yourself. And if you're not setting a time, for when you want to achieve your goals, then if you speak to the experts, you're you're really creating a goal that's never going to be achieved. You have to you have to say to yourself, you know, I'm going to achieve this by this time. But then there's also the, what we're talking about being goal focused is that, and this is the mistake that I made, is that I forced myself to try and get progress towards that goal at all costs. Um, and I injured myself because there were times when I was plateauing or there were times when I felt like I wasn't making the progress that I should um, and I tried to force it and that's when I got injured. Whereas when you're process focused, when you're talking about now, and this is, this is one of the points that, we've, um, that we want to talk about today, is that you, um, you know, progress isn't linear, that you, you need to be prepared to adapt and be flexible. And when we say flexible here, we're not talking about um, a pancake, we're talking about being flexible with what you do in your daily workouts, in, in your weekly routine, and even in your mesocycles. And that is something that I've learned has to be adapted on the fly. And when you, like I want you to think of this, and, and I've, I just had this conversation with one of our most senior students this morning when <clears throat> she was telling me about the goals that she has and she was saying about what she wants to start doing and how she wants to be working on the, towards the muscle up uh, for compression strength and the handstand and the press to handstand. And I said, well, they're all great goals but you need to choose one of them that's more important than all the rest of them and that's the one that you're gonna focus on. And she kinda of went, look at this like, oh, but I really wanna be working on all of them. And I said, you can't be working on all of them at the same time. You can be doing things that are gonna lead you closer to it. Like you can be doing stuff on the gymnastics rings, you can be doing compression work that's gonna lead you to a press to handstand one day, but you cannot focus on all four of those things. It defeats the word focus. It's like, if you imagine that each one of those skills two of them were in your peripheral vision and two of them were in front of you, but you had to look from left to right to see them. It, it defeats the definition of the word focus because the word focus would mean that you shift your vision to focus on one of those things. That's yep. what focus means. So when you, when you focus on a goal too much, 
and you just want to push towards it all the time, a couple of things can happen. We've talked about the injury, you can get injured. Another thing that can happen, which is far more common, is that people get disheartened because they feel the disparity between where they are and their goal. And if you feel that for long enough, if you're feeling that in every training session, eventually it becomes overwhelming and you become really disheartened with your training. Whereas if you switch to the other side, where you become process focused, you have your goal, the, the goal set and the goal creates the program, but then the program is what you focus on. And that's a completely different mindset because I don't come into my workout seeing the disparity between my goal and where I am now. That's not my focus at all. My focus is I look at the program, so my goal is to do a press to handstand, but today my focus is on the process which is Oh, I need to do. Uh, I need to do this warm up and get my pancake to the best level I can do, and then I need to do three sets of this exercise and three. Sets. And there's a disconnection between that being for a press to handstand. There's no connection to. Oh man, I still can't do a press to handstand yet. It's just I'm going to do this workout as best as I can. Yeah. And the idea of being flexible is that on a day to day, a week. To, I mean, just recently, Connor, um, one of our members in the UMS online coaching, he was doing the press to handstand program. And he said, man, I've been doing this for three weeks and my hip flexors are wrecked. Should I be doing anything differently? And I said, yeah, stop doing two days a week and do one day a week. See yeah. how your body responds to that. That's being process focused. Yep, that's exactly right. And being able to have the clarity um, to see those little things that come up, those those uh, little uh, speed bumps, roadblocks, hurdles, whatever you might call them, and uh, and adapt to them and and pivot um, based on them, you know. Because, and this is it's such a big lesson to learn. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say. It's hard. It's hard to 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 say this because it's a, a confronting reality for most but for many people the goals that we set for ourselves on a 12-month basis are actually 10-year goals <laughs> you know like i've yeah. had to i've been faced with this recently because i've you know a year or so ago i i got really inspired when was it that we started then i started training for handstands was Man, it a we, year or two two years ago you mean when you had your second run at the mountain or when you did it for the first time ever? Well, when I did it for the first time, uh, which was really after I um, hung out with Miguel. Well, that would be at least two years two ago. Two years now. ago, yeah. Mm. Two years ago, I, I was really inspired to, to branch away from my just basic strength training, uh, which was, you know, getting really strong at squats and deadlifts and bench press and overhead press and muscle ups. And start to learn some some um, skills-based training and just re-motivate myself. And I got to spend some time with um, uh, Miguel Santana, who's, uh, you know, one of the better hand balancers in the world, uh, at least who's active on social media. And um, I was really inspired, you know, and I really went at it quite hard. And, and then the first run at it, you know, <coughs> was a huge adaptation for my body. So I experienced quite bad injuries in my shoulders and wrists. And then I sort of had to take some time off and then had another run at the mountain. And yeah, now two years have gone by and I'm only just able to consistently do a 20 second handstand, you know, <laughs> like at my best effort, I might pull a 30 second handstand. Um, you know, and if I knew at the time that it was going to take me two years to be able to do, at the time, my goal was to do a 60 second handstand, you know. Now, don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not training handstands every single day. I don't have time for that. I, I do a lot of training. And we don't and do it even a fraction as much as somebody that specializes in hand balancing. That's exactly you, you right. You could achieve a handstand quicker than we do, but it comes at a cost. It's this concept of you can't run towards something yeah. without running away to, from something I, else. I, I'm not willing to sacrifice my overall strength. I'm not willing to sacrifice 
I'm still trying to improve, like make gains on squats, deadlifts, all of those sorts of things. But I want to do a handstand at the same time. Now, when you're carrying as much mass as me, it's a, much more difficult. You know, the, the weights that I'm trying to balance above my body, my legs are much bigger than so, a professional hand balancer, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of factors in here. But if I was just focused on that 60 second handstand, I would, I, and it, what I did happen to me, I burnt out. I just was like, oh, this is ridiculous. I'm just not going to get here, you know, and I gave up and, and went, walked away from it. And, uh, it, it wasn't until I just started going, okay, I'm just going to uh, sort of focus a little bit more on the process. I'm just going to focus on keeping my wrist strong. I'm going to focus on spending time upside down every day, inverted to keep my shoulders well conditioned to it, you know, and something I noticed happened through this process, which was that I developed an area of my body that when I was bodybuilding a decade ago, I really struggled to develop, which was my traps. I did so many shoulder shrugs and all sorts of things trying to build big traps because I wanted Tom Hardy traps after the Warrior movie came out. And I couldn't do it, no matter how hard I worked. As soon as I started focusing on the process of handstands, it started to develop areas of my body that I, I, I could not develop before. And I'm talking about building mass, muscle, you know. Um, and that was really uh, quite surprising to me, you know. So now not only have I sort of uh, um, really got closer to unlocking that skill movement, by focusing on just spending some time upside down, irrespective of whether I could only pull off a bunch of six-second handstands or even just get on the wall, you know, um, and, and, and use the uh, wall to balance, uh, it's, it's really unlocked other areas of my body and my shoulders are a lot more resilient now for it. My wrists are a lot more resilient now for it. My core strength is much better, you know, so it's been very, very empowering. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when we, when we talk about focus on the process, uh, not the goal, if I was to clarify what we really mean is obsess over the process and completely detach from the goal completely. Like you don't, you the goal is there to remind you, but during the process of training, it, it is a detachment from it. It is that you really become so absorbed in the process that during the actual training session, there is not a, a thought of me really, like, the, like a press to handstand is something for me that has been an absolute journey. It was so hard for me to be able to do. And it's something that even that a good press comes and goes depending on how my body's feeling. Because if I overwork uh, my compression strength training and those hip flexors become really worked out, then I can't do a decent press. Or if I'm really fatigued from a bent arm strength workout the day before, I, I can't do a decent press to handstand. So it comes and goes um, with how good it is for me. But if I do my training and I'm even during the training session, thinking about how much I want to be able to do a good press to handstand, that one training session be can become really, really unfulfilling. And as soon as the training session becomes unfulfilling, you don't get as much done and, you, and it takes you further away from your goal. Yeah. But on the other hand, if I train with detachment from the press to handstand, it does not matter if within that training session, I can't do a good press to handstand. I'll try it, I'll immediately go, oh wow, it's not really happening for me today. And, and I'll detach from that and focus on, okay, well today I need to just do some regressions of the exercises that I was going to do, but I'm gonna bank some volume. And that workout becomes fulfilling because now the focus is on how can I do this version of the progression 
with good technique and with good volume. And as soon as you um, meet the requirements of your workout, of that process, that's an empowering feeling. And that brings me closer to having a press to handstand yeah. than it would by me going, ah, oh, stuff this. And the same thing goes for a muscle up, same thing goes for the middle splits, a pancake, back bridge, any of the skills that we teach, a handstand, um, whatever it is, the yeah. same thing it goes. It's the it's the process that you need to focus on. Well, it's anything. Mm. If you set yourself a goal mm. of lifting a 200 kilo deadlift or uh, something like that, it's the same process. You can't <coughs> just step up to the plate and try and lift 200 mm. kilos. Think of it like this. When you go, when you jump in your car, or I used to ride motorcycles a lot. I was a very passionate motorcycle rider, and that's even more important in motorcycle riding because you've got to concentrate a bit more. When you jump into your motor vehicle, car or motorbike, and decide that you're going to drive somewhere, you have the destination in mind. You set your destination. Without a destination, you're driving aimlessly. And then many times you'll look at a map, a street directory, which will become your program, you know, to get you there. But once you put your foot on the throttle or you, uh, or you squeeze the throttle, and y y y y all of the focus becomes on you driving. It's not, you're not sitting there thinking about the destination the whole time. If you did, you'd crash or you'd run someone over, you know? Um, and that's very much what training's like too. Yeah. The destination is your goal mm -hmm. and the, 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 the Google Maps or, or, or Apple Maps or whatever you use as your program mm. that helps you get there. But once you hit the gym floor or wherever you're training, it's 100% focus on the practical side. It's not, you're not thinking about that destination anymore, you know. Uh, if you were putting 100% of your focus on the destination or even 50% of the focus on the destination, thinking about what meal you're going <laughs> to eat at there and this and that. And I know some of us drive autonomously and it's very dangerous and we survive somehow, but um, you shouldn't, you know. It's not the way it's meant to be done and ne neither is your training. Your training is, you're meant to be focused on the process. You're meant to be focused on every single turn, every uh, set of traffic lights, you know, every pedestrian that steps out on the street in front of you. That's where your focus needs to be. Every rep, every set, every piece of equipment that you choose to use during that journey, that's what your focus needs to be on, you know, and your form and your tempo and getting those little things right. And then from there, just turning up and doing the work. And this goes for any goal. If your goal is a body composition goal, then the, the process becomes very much lifestyle related, entertainment. What's your fix? Where are your stumbling points? That's your process. Focusing on countering those points where you know, okay, I'm going to be stressed on Friday night and I'm going to feel like a bottle of wine or a session at the pub with my mates. But my goal is to lose 20 kilos. So what am I going to do on Friday night that entertains me in a healthy way that aligns with my goals? Having those strategies in place, that becomes your process. Yep. You know, the, pr the process is not just turning up to the gym if you're trying to alter body composition because so many factors can get in the way, you know. And everything that we're talking about here, you know, we've, we've spent most of this session talking about movement skills because that is much more in alignment with what the people that, you know, subscribe to our channels are, uh, are looking for. But make no mistake, we <clears throat> the reason why we get people to focus on movement skills rather than body image is that we've found that it is a more consistent motivation that will keep you going for longer and and it means that there's always something else that you can work for um, that will keep you motivated you know you can achieve one goal and then move on to the next one but make no mistake 
in the health hierarchy of needs, the physique, meaning the healthy body, is a massive part of what we do and what we teach here. And the process that is required to get in to get a good physique, to get healthy, to get lean, to have good muscle tone and good muscle definition in a body that isn't aching and hurting all the time when you do things, it requires a serious focus on the process because everything that you just said there is critical. Like you, you know, if you go through your day saying, "Oh man, I can't, I can't drink alcohol. I, I can't eat this food. I can't do this. I can't, I can't do that." It, it, that's a, that's a bad way to focus on a process. But if the process is going through the day, and every time you're presented with a situation, you just stop and think about this process of, "Does this decision bring me closer or further away from my goal?" And then you just make that decision on that spot, focusing on the process, rather than thinking about the things that are coming ahead of you that are going to potentially sabotage your goal. Well, I, yeah, I want to go one further because we made a very big point at the start of the week, at the start of this series, to talk about getting the first three foundation principles dialed in, which is the habit of movement, which we've talked about a lot here. We just want you to train in a balanced manner and, uh, and, and be correcting your imbalances and your weak links. And then we want you to dial in nutrition and then we want you to, but prior to all of that, we want you to dial in your, uh, your why, your burning desire, you know, your, and your strategy. And that part of the process is critical, you know, like that, that is really important. You really need to know what it, why it is that you're doing what you're doing and you, you need to be quite crystal clear on that. And if it's not, if you haven't gone really deep drilling down on that, then I guarantee you, you're going to stumble at some point. Uh, and so, the, the, you know, this concept of focusing on the process goes far beyond what happens in the gym. Yeah, it goes it does. far beyond what happens in the gym. And, and you know what, like, I mean, I almost feel like I'm having a light globe moment here, like an aha moment, just hearing you say that because we hammer this stuff home so much. But the truth is, there's a, there's a reason why we are hammering this concept of the health hierarchy of needs to everyone. It's because we've identified that it is the thing that is letting down 98% of people out there, guaranteed. And if you're looking at someone for inspiration, chances are, you're looking at someone that has a great physique and, and or you're looking at someone that has phenomenal movement mastery. Like chances are that's what you're looking at for inspiration. Yep. I doubt people are looking at people for inspiration that aren't in one of those two categories. And if you're looking at someone that's got a great physique or that has move, achieved movement mastery, they've nailed these three steps. Yeah. And the reason why a they're not- A long time ago. A long time ago. time ago. And the reason why they're not teaching it to you is purely because they haven't identified the importance of it. Yeah. It took us, I'm gonna say this, 17 years to identify the, the importance of these things. We've been personal trainers for 17 years and you could say it took us 25 years because we were both training for about eight years before we became personal trainers and we only identified the critical importance of, of the process focus and of, uh, of focusing on the health hierarchy of needs Patented by Unity Gym, by the way. <laughs> but focusing on that, we only identified that in the last couple of months. Yeah. It was during this lockdown period that you and I were having this conversation and you came up with it. You said, man, I reckon this is where people are getting let down and then we developed it. So there's yeah. a reason why we're saying this, guys. It is because it is what needs to be done. Yeah, 100%. And... Uh, and then on the on on the on the once you once you have that dialed in, once you have your your fitness strategy, your 
your why, your reason for getting up in the early hours of the morning when it's freezing cold and pouring with rain, and that is a burning desire. It's something that will, if you if you were to talk about it in public, it would probably bring up emotions that would almost make you cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it needs to be something that's that touch close to you, that's that touchy to you. You know, then. It needs to it needs to be something that you're so passionate about that it evokes emotion, you know, that you'd be almost uncomfortable talking about in public. Then it needs to be that you understand the fundamentals of nutrition to such a degree that you know how to control inflammation through your food. You know what foods play a role in inflammation because that's gonna become a major problem for you when you're exercising to a high standard. Uh, you know, you understand what, where food cravings are coming from based on the gut microbiome project and how different foods are going to alter the bacteria in your body and give you different cravings, different hormonal responses, different chemical responses. And you know how to control calories to manage a healthy body composition to either gain or lose weight. If you don't understand those things, then that is something that you are still working on, that you need work on. You may need help. You may need coaching. You may need to dial in the fundamentals a little bit more. And once you've got those things going, the exercise part, which we like to say is the first thing you should do after goals because it's the easiest, it's the lowest hanging fruit. You have to understand that at the basic level, at the at the bottom of everything is a workout that is delivering a balanced body, balance between strength, flexibility, and fitness that is overcoming your weak links. That is the basic workout that everyone needs to be doing that's developing strength, flexibility, and fitness, an athletic body. Don't worry about anything else above and beyond that point because any skills training that you endeavor on without getting that fundamental right first is either going to hurt you or it's going to be painfully slow process, Mm -hmm. something that will frustrate the crap out of you. Now, I'm not saying don't set a goal to be able to do a handstand or don't set a goal to be able to do a muscle up or don't set a goal to be able to do a lever or a flag. Um, But if you're not training in a way that's consistently developing strength and flexibility and testing your cardiovascular uh, so that you remain healthy, then you've got no place breaking, like trying to go above and beyond that yet. All you're going to do is add complexity to your workout and your routine that really stifles your progress. And we see this a lot. All people who are not ready for it are asking us how to, how to, um, combine different elements Three of different our program. Programs, you know, Literally, like I, I had, a, I had a talk with Rad yesterday. I was looking at a guy on the social media page, the group that's combining two very advanced programs in the one day, and and you know that you can do it. Rad said, "Well, yeah, we used to do that, you know, but if, unless you've got everything, everything else dialed in." That's going to be majorly impactful on your body, on your health, on on your um, uh, on your yeah, just just how much stress is put on or load is put through your body, through your muscles, through your joints. Yeah. You know, you've got to understand it, it. It goes into what I spoke about was either yesterday or the day before, where I was talking about you know you only really have room in your life to be great at three things. And, you know, when you're trying to combine these high level programs and learn movement mastery, which is the highest level of the health hierarchy of needs, you've got to understand that the people that are doing it successfully, I 
guarantee you have done what I said, where movement is one of the three top priorities in their life, yeah. their, their practice, which yeah. means that your life is built around that. Yeah. Not that you see how you can fit movement into your life. Yeah. It's built around it. That's what ours, our life's like. Yeah, like that's our exactly life, right. I've no, built a job and a career and a life no around Fitzbo my movement practice. No influencer talks about this. Yeah. The people that we see on Instagram, the people that we see on YouTube, the people that we aspire to in gyms, they don't talk about this much in public. Yeah. But everything that they do is built around getting their workout done, getting their rest and recovery, getting yeah. their, you know, the decisions they make on a day-to-day -day basis are structured around, and most of the time it has become autonomous now, they yeah. don't have to think yeah. about it, uh, it is structured around how it's going to impact their exercise, yeah. their r routine, their yeah. schedule, you know, and they don't talk about that much in public, yeah. you know, but that that is the reality. Now, I'm not saying that's hard, yeah. because it, anyone, it, can it, do it. anyone can but do it. Anyone can do it. Develop this process-focused mindset. That's exactly right. When you, know, you focus on the process, which is the day-to-day -day decisions, which is the way it affects your training, which is you've got your goal, but it's not just a relentless pursuit of, of, of a forward motion towards that goal at all costs. It's understanding that, you know, the path to that goal that's over there can be a windy one. Yeah. It can be a windy path. That's absolutely right. You have to be flexible and you've got to be adaptable. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys, let's quickly, um, uh, before we bring it in for a landing, I want to give a couple of shout outs. Uh, I, there's a couple of people on the live stream. Remember guys, if you're listening on the podcast, the sound of movement or watching on the YouTube replay, get yourself over to the UMS movement mastermind, private Facebook group. Anyone can join and, uh, jump on. We stream these po podcast recordings live to the group. Big shout out to Mon. Um, she trains in the gym here. We've been having a bit of side banter via email to get her dialed into her why. And I'm super proud of her for going on this journey because it's a big one. And it's uh, I, I shared a, a, a bit more about my journey with her to help her give her some direction. Vinny Brown, uh, I want to give him a shout out for... You know, being so active in the group, in the UMS Movement Mastermind, he's using the group to its full potential. He's posting videos of himself doing movements to get feedback from the coaches and from the admins. And that's exactly what the group is about, man. And, and um, you, you know, as long as you continue to do that uh, and continue to uh, focus on the process, which you definitely do, Vinny, um, you're going to go a long way, brother. You already have come a long way. So well done. Um, just quickly, I want to make sure that I'm not skipping over any questions. Have to keep focusing on the staying healthy. No, enough. there's no questions. Okay. There's, there's just people making some comments, which is great. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in today, everyone. Um, tomorrow is a big one because tomorrow we are going to be telling you exactly how you incorporate each of the five masterclasses that we offer into your workouts and into your programs and into your week. So well, I want to talk about how we incorporate everything. Yep. If you want to do the 18-minute stretching routine or the version two that we're launching next week, yep. which is very exciting, something we've been working on for a while, uh, here's how to incorporate it into your into day. Training, yeah. If you here's, want to do the mobility masterclass, yeah. the muscle-up masterclass, the handstand masterclass, press yeah. the handstand, spine here's mobility, how whatever it incorporates. Is. But I'm going to give you a, uh, I'm going to um, uh, give you an early, early snapshot of what tomorrow is going to sound like. It all starts with the foundation of a proper balanced workout that's developing anatomical structural balance, limb symmetry, uh, strength versus flexibility balance, and uh, that's consistent.
-hmm. that's consistently producing results that you're yep. testing and assessing on a regular basis. Because if you're not doing that yet, then anything else is just going to pull you away, slow your results down, yep. you know, and, uh, and then we're going to show you how to bolt those extra things on once you are getting the basics right. Good work, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.